You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. And we are broadcasting from even more locations than usual. Well, uh, not, not more, but just a, a different one. One different. Yeah, but one. I, I, I count you and Tom in the same region typically. Oh, you know that's I mean? true. Same. No, you're right. You're right. And uh, so. Uh, Tom, we're going to get into where you are in a second, but let's quickly do sponsors. It's uh, We're approaching the holidays. Uh, let's pump everybody in the hopes that everybody knows that these are websites that you can go to to uh, exchange your currency, digital currency, for uh, uh, goods. And uh, let's pump them. So you guys both like to make the sounds. Given that we're in the holiday season, I want you to alternate. Uh, Patrick first, then Tom second. So it'll be Patrick one, three, Tom two, four. Uh, with either your favorite holiday sound, you can make the sound or sing a part of the mm. holiday song or just name the song, whatever you feel like. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yeah. Praise to to live a lie. Uh, jingle bells. Praise to run for cover. Look at Frosty go. See, he, he's winning. Praise to Death Witch Inc. Angels we have heard on high, sweetly singing over the plains and the mountains in reply. Oh my God. All right. All right, all right. Oh my God. Joyous Sorry, Death Wish. Sorry, Death Wish. Uh, and fu- last, <laughs> last but not least ever in our hearts or in our minds, praise to closed casket activities. Grandma got run over by a reindeer walking home from our house Christmas Eve. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. So feedback from last week's show was that uh, more singing and conversation on Imagine Dragons. So that's what you got, guys. (laughs) I know. Thank you to all our sponsors. Um, Everybody, uh, it is last minute. I don't know what any of these folks are doing in terms of shipping. If you haven't perused the sections for present for yourself, present for somebody else who likes weird, great, amazing, incredible music, check that. Uh, but, you know, throw some bucks their way. There's always gift cards, too. And you have, and we're adults, right? So this is my problem. Most of the folks that are listening are adults. You want something over the course of the year. You buy it for yourself. Mm-hmm. But then it comes, you know, it's like December 14th and you go, and if you're anything like my life, they go, where's your list? I don't have adult. Yeah. Got to have a list. So, so in case you're worried, you know, you might not get stuff shipped before the 25th. You go, you know what? Let me hold a $50 $50 gift card to one of these four wonderful sponsors. Fantastic. Fantastic suggestion, especially because... 
You're right about that. I think um, we got a lot of people in the audience who are getting the, where's your list? And we get a lot of people in the audience who are like, do I tell Aunt Becky that I really need that fourth pressing of the Gulch LP and to go to closed <laughs> casket activity? Or do I say, oh, I'd like a gift card from this website that I like, this record label? Fantastic, fantastic idea. Easy, clean, boom, boom. And on the other side, I bet we also have a lot of procrastinators in our audience. Yep. So go get <laughs> those I. digital gift cards. Boom, boom. Right, from your Print aunt. out, look at this. Bam, you're done. Right, mm. your aunt goes, oh, so what's the website? You go, death wish. <laughs> Closed casket to live a lie or run <laughs> So you're still the weirdo in your family no matter what you do. Yeah, little easier, though. little easier. So uh, <laughs> shout out to all the sponsors. Hit their websites. Appreciate them. Check out the band Kate's camps. Appreciate them. Support the bands that they support. Thank you. Um, guys, how we doing? How we feeling today? Million bucks. It's 10 o'clock where Patty's at. at 10 night. o'clock at 1030 at night. It is uh, very sweaty. It was 90 degrees today. Uh, I think that's 30 Celsius. Is that correct? I don't fucking know. But it was 90 degrees and uh, it's uh, uncharacteristically humid at the moment and uh, I'm in my underwear. I am uh, sweating like a pig. Uh uh, my girlfriend said, oh, you're, you're podcasting. Is there anything I can do for you? Uh, and she offered me hot tea. And uh, that was such a nice gesture that I said, yeah, that'd be great. And I didn't realize it, it, like, it didn't connect for me that it's 90, still probably, let's see, still 75 degrees at night. So I'm drinking a hot tea. We'll see how it goes. What about you, fellas? 75 degrees? Come on. You're tougher than that. You live in LA and you live in New York. You live for New York summer where it's like 105 and everything everything stinks. Listen, I have these beautiful, expensive headphones that uh, are meant for uh, greater climate control than what I'm currently uh, in, in, in. Got it. Uh, my, you're going to see like little beads of sweat come down around my... Uh, what do you guys think of my professor hair right now? I look like a jerk-off. Sorry. Um, yeah, you look like a liberal arts professor. You do, I do need a, you do go get it trimmed up, especially prior to you know what I mean. Like just get oh, get yourself looking tight. Come on, brother. I'm gonna look uh, military. That's what's um, you shave ten years off your age. Um, it is 36 degrees here in Brick, New Jersey. Uh, I am eating um, peppermint bark. It's pretty good. Mm. It's like a nice treat, um, especially right. at 9:30 right. in the morning. It's in lieu of brushing your teeth. It's peppermint. Yes, correct. That's right. I think that's the thought, right? Been cake every meal this week. You know what I mean? Um, so, <laughs> Tom, wh- where are you at? Y- you you are in the most interesting location of the three of us. I mean, that's that's up for debate. <laughs> I'm in uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Um, I'm in downtown Winston-Salem, which I haven't been. I mean, I go places, <clears throat> but I've forgotten what downtowns of cities are like. And they're usually mm-hmm. down. And downtown went to Salem, kind of dead. Yeah, v- vacant. Sometimes a shithole. Right, you think like, oh, downtown city, and you're like, oh, this must be like where everything's happening. Not really. This is where everybody goes to work, and then they all go home. Down, yo, downtown Atlanta is the subway is the most popping fucking spot. It is. There's <laughs> no question. Play, not mean, e- it's not even a. Com- it's yeah. There's nothing else that compares to it there. I mean, think about that. Like during the weekend. It's dead. Like down here, like yeah. Wall Street. 
You go bowling on the streets. Yeah, it's nothing. There's nothing. It was just weird. I was the only person at baggage claim. Oh, okay. And I was only waiting for an Uber. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, everyone brought their, um, their stuff onto the plane. I definitely had a verbal altercation with someone. Wow. Not my style, but you know what? People need to hear. Mm. Well, okay, let's unpack. What happened? What'd they do? So I'm waiting in line. These two women come up and they're like, is this Comfort Plus? Whatever. I'm like, I don't, it's a fucking free-for-all lady. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But I'm like, no, you can go ahead of me. So I let them. these two women go ahead of me, you know, bringing like Be three nice. weeks, you know, three weeks worth of um, laundry and stuff in these giant bags. And they both have dogs with them. Okay. Okay. So they get in. And now they're in front of me and then they stop and like take their sweet ass time to put all their stuff in the overheads and stuff. So I go, Hey, can you just like slide in so we can let everybody buy? And she goes, I'm trying to put my stuff away. I go, no, no, no. I, I totally understand that. Um, but I was like, there's, there's like a, you know, you're just holding up everything. She's like, you need to know, learn about patience. And I go, no, Whoa. I, I go, Oh no, I completely understand patience. I'm like, this is courtesy. I'm like, Oh, oh behind me. Like, you see that line now at the door because you're taking your sweet ass time. And she's like, you need to learn patience. I was like, is this your first fucking flight? And I just kept walking because <laughs> I didn't no. really want to. People are terrible. People are shit. And the no, nothing shows you more that people are absolute garbage than taking a flight. Yo, what do I always say? I, I've said this a million times. This is why I take a train. I would literally, I would have taken a train if all things being equal, I would have just, if if for some reason I couldn't find an Amtrak that went to Winston-Salem, I'd have to go somewhere. Yeah, you would have been jammed up. And then get on a bus. And I'm like, I'm not getting on a bus. Like, if I could have taken a train right to, like, like North Carolina State University or something, I definitely would have done that. But, uh, yeah, so that was cool. Um, yeah, then I got off and there was nobody. I, there was the place had two luggage carousels and I was the only one standing in mine. Wow. Yeah. That's... On a on a sold out pl- flight, but yeah. Uh wow. It's very interesting the dynamics of a flight, especially for this person to say that after you had let them go in front of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. yeah. Wow. I mean just step in like and then like Clear, let 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 some people pass on by. No big deal, right? No one's gonna give you a fucking overhead. Like, calm the hell down, you know. Uh, <laughs> oh well, that is not a fun way to start a trip. That otherwise should be a nice time. Um, you're in sleepy Winston Salem, but you're going to a raucous hardcore show. So t- tell us about that a little bit. I am. So um, it's a memorial for a dude named John Rivera who passed away earlier this year. Um, he, he was, he had some health issues. He, um, did a bunch of stuff. He did like a, like a punks on paper, like archive in North Carolina that kind of tracked every, all shows and all this sort of stuff. And, um, yeah, he'd been around for a long time and I had known him over the years and, um, supposedly, and I, hopefully this isn't telling tales out of school in his last will and testament, he put that he wanted certain bands to come back and play his memorial when he died and all those bands were like yep you got it now so they all came back for the show which is happening sunday and monday um it's like riot stairs is playing um azazel Uh uh-huh yep private beetle band um 
I think it's catharsis code seven undying and prayer for cleansing. Bob, do you have the flyer in front of you? I don't, I want to make sure. Let me just double check. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it up. Um, um, but yeah, so it's a big show. They sold out two nights um, at the Ramcat, which used to be Ziggy's, if people are familiar with Ziggy's and Winston-Salem, which was a big venue down here for a long time. Um, yeah, I'm really, really excited just because, you know, I just it's a great show. And it's a great memorial for the guy. But like, for whatever reason, I've been very fortunate in or the bands have been very fortunate in like this general area to like really find like a kinship with a lot of the folks down here. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess us godless like northerners coming down to like the south where everything's about religion, like they were like, hey, we're gonna be friends. So like North Carolina and like the Atlanta area are always been like our home ways from home. So like I'm really excited to be able to see everybody. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Um so I have it here. Hold on. I want to make sure because I think the lineup has changed a little bit. Am I wrong about that? But I see no, Undying. No, it's the same. Less. There's fewer bands. Okay. Yeah. Prayer for Cleansing. Is Catharsis playing? Both nights. Both nights. Mm. Code 7, Azazel, Funeral she Rides Stairs. Yeah, that's amazing. Very Man, cool. Right. Undying is playing both nights. Prayer for Cleansing both nights. Catharsis both nights. Yeah, that's, mm. that's really cool. Um, that's oh, and this fella did head first records. Well. Yes, yes. All right. Um, you know, it's it's obviously a um, it's a sad thing, uh, having it losing anyone, have seeing anyone pass, but um, really cool event, really cool thing to see people come together to celebrate this dude's life, uh, to celebrate um, a person who meant something to this area as well as these bands who are all playing and that's that's awesome so um excited about it excited to hear kind of after the fact and and get a little review next week so um now here's my less heavy far more easy topic do you have any any good hamburgers there any good food like is that what all the kids are talking about these days um what did i have i had a uh a, a vegetarian sandwich at jimmy john's Oh, okay. There's not a lot going on in downtown Winston-Salem. All right. I ordered in <laughs> all night and get like some some order, um, some takeout. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. And I ordered, oh, yeah. um, I don't know, I ordered Chipotle for some reason. <laughs> and you know what? Here's my problem. Well, I mean, I mean, I got it. I got like the the sofritas in yep. a bowl. It was, and it was again, it was a crime against humanity. What they thought, that they what they sent me. What? Like, what happened? Let's hear okay. it. It looks like someone just squeezed out a burrito into... I mean, they should be taken in front of the Hague. It was that bad. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, and, man. But, so, here's my problem. When I order Grubhub and stuff in places yeah. I'm familiar, mm-hmm. I always feel bad because I don't know what's around, around, right? So, if it's like, it's on 27 and fucking whatever, I go, I don't know. So, yeah. I, I always feel bad ordering from too far away. Right. Oh, man. Right? Like, so I feel bad. So you're limiting yourself in your options. Right. Until like, just the relative distance. It's cur- you, you got some lessons you can teach people about courtesy, but maybe that's too far. Yeah. That maybe. woman, too little. You, maybe too much. You right, should have like, given her some, thrown some at her. Good from Charlotte. I don't give a shit. Just like, <laughs> yeah, give me something good. Give me a good uh, vegetarian sandwich here. Yeah. Um, well, yo, uh, food adventures are are the place of other podcasts. 
Uh, Patrick. <laughs> Perth, Perth, Patrick. How, How are you doing? doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing good. I got I got two things on my mind. Let's go. Are they hardcore? Or are they are they yeah, uh, yeah. geography? Well, 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 you know what? <laughs> uh, okay, so I know that uh, uh, people's uh, issues with John Joseph's uh, uh, COVID politics uh, have made it uh, uh, open season on legends, right? Dudes who are and for what it's worth, uh, I've always subscribed to the. Uh, mentality that uh, even if you're a legend in punk, uh, I hope that you have the wherewithal to understand that uh, part of it being punk is that I can still shit on you. So, so I, I don't necessarily feel bad for, for these guys that, you know, I, I, I always defend certain fellas, even if I don't know them, like them, have anything in common with them uh, simply because I respect a lot of what they've done and I don't respect that many people's catalog. So, uh, it, it, but so I'm going to say this next bit with um, uh, a kind of an open heart and a lot of, as much respect as I can manage. Can we talk about Al from SSD? <laughs> can we talk about this for a second, please? <laughs> I, are you two guys going to be silent during this? No, no, no. I want to. I want to talk about it. Let's, <laughs> I, I want to get in on. Uh, you, hey, let me get on this. Um, so first and foremost, respect to the God. As no doubt. rocks exclaim what he did. Damn. Uh, you can make an argument that second only to discord in the uh, hardcore of the hardcore um, early 80s first wave shit. Um, but. So <laughs> go in. All right. So uh, with it out of the way that this fella is uh, kind of at this point, an unsung pioneer. Uh, and uh, deserves his place on uh, a, a early '80s hardcore Mount Rushmore. No, uh, no question. And by the way, would love to buy a sandwich for the dude. Let's go. A hundred percent. He has, uh, which he, this is a an element of his personality that he is forthcoming about. That he is a conflict driven individual, uh, as a lot of uh, kind of that first wave of hardcore dudes were. You know, uh, yes. and con <laughs> conflict-driven individual, uh, uh, you know, not just says what's on his mind, but says it uh, with a little sting so that hopefully uh, whoever it's aimed at feels it and uh, maybe it uh, impacts their day in some way. Mm. Uh, respect that. And I certainly respect that more it's just very strange when guys who were edgy and I don't mean edgy in that sort of like, you know, there's a connotation to edgy. Right. And I think that that's bullshit because I think edgy is like, if you said, Oh yeah, that guy's an edge Lord or that guy's edgy versus what being a milk toast, fucking boring ass. Well, motherfucker, well, it, I'll take it, the edge Lord. By but, the way, we, we need to do an episode where we go through words that meant something very yes. different 15 years ago. So yes. And that's the fact. So, uh, th this dude, basically he's just, you know, puts it out there and it's a fuck you. And I respect that, except he is now in, he is, I don't know of anybody. Is he in this a poke battle? I think he's in a poking battle, basically. Well, I've never seen anybody so committed to shit lib politics outside of maybe Stephen Colbert. Like this dude is operating in a completely different fucking space where it's like, look, 
there's nothing challenging. And I, I'm not going to say nothing punk because Al's got more right to speak on it than I do. There's nothing challenging. Let me about- interject. Yes, please. He's a 60 something year old man in Boston. I understand. This is just me. Listen, I'm not mad at the fella. I'm just his his taking those stances where he lives. Probably a little bit challenging. Tom, there's nothing, nothing challenging about Clintonite politics. Nothing. (laughs) Not a thing. This is all this. Like, okay, for people that don't know what we're talking about, Tom shooting him. NFT yet or. Uh, yes, I own several of the Trump NFTs. We'll get around to that. But here's here's the thing. Uh, At ninety nine dollars, it's a bargain. You just got it. <laughs> it's a steal. Uh, Al has done a number of uh, uh, kind of reprints of of uh, classic merch uh, with uh, timely messages, right? Timely uh, uh, colorways. Uh, they might have done a Ukraine one, maybe. I don't know what. The, what whatever yeah. the fuck. He does that sort of shit. And he's d- now printing red hats that say cancel MAGA on them, right? And he's doing this explicitly. This is not me putting words in his mouth. He's doing this to challenge people and to fuck with people and to, and to create conflict. And all I can say is that the only people that would have this type of conflict are like 65-year-old dudes at an airport. There's nobody else that is getting into it with you over your cancel MAGA fucking hat. And it's just, this is, it's just so weird to, to like be poking people with what is essentially corporate Democrat politics. It's, it's like, yo, that's the duopoly of living in the United States. Your options are Fox News or CNN. You chose CNN. That's not edgy. That's that's 38% of the country. <laughs> it's literally millions and millions of people. I and it's think... just so weird to watch. For a guy that travels, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go, go. For a guy that travels the United States of America so often, to have such a insane view of what happens in the United States of America Tom, is so weird. Tom, Bro, is, 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 CNN, is CNN politics challenging? Just answer that question for me. No, no, absolutely not. But if you tell me if I walked into a fucking bar and somewhere in fucking Salt Lake in Utah with a canceled MAGA hat and the only person I would fuck with me is a 65-year-old man, you're out of your mind. Yes. You're out of yes. your mind. Yes, that's it. I'll, there, listen, Al, Al, send me a comp. I'll, I'll wear it to those places. It says, send me a comp copy. I can't pay you, Al, for this fucking like- terrible, terrible fucking hat. But but send me a comp and I'll wear it. Prince Daddy and the Hyenas. A lot of, you know, MAGA people come to that. Yeah, huh. actually, that's true. That's not, uh, I don't expect a little, a little, little self-selecting. Um, <laughs> well, so yeah, you go to Whole Foods show and then you think you know what fucking happens in the, in the United States of America. So well, listen, that's another, that's another good question, though. Is the person that would wear this hat Going to the no, fucking no, VF, fucking going no, to the VFW on no. a Thursday, looking for a fucking that no, and I mean, so here, let me put this out first. Two things, because you're you're dead right with that, and I want to get to there. What what the one piece that I'd say is, I think Al and I don't know the dude. No, none of the three people on this call know the dude. No, and He's God bless him. in the same way that people talk about. Yeah, exactly. God bless. Good health. 
Let us know if you want us to buy a sandwich when we're in Boston. Happy to do it. Uh, I'll come up to do it. Two, in the same way that there's commentary on stuff like Kyrie Irving broadcasting his opinions and there being commentary here. We're we're talking to this dude's broadcasting this stuff. Three, I think the fellow would only take exception to your stance that his politics are purely CNN, etc., well, I don't know that I would disagree with that, with your with your opinion on it. I think that he sees a version of liberalism a step beyond that. Um, and I, if you're asking me, really, I think he's making a dual commentary here because, uh, to my knowledge, he got in some trouble for denouncing the, the cancel culture thing. So he's okay. not just dissing... MAGA, but the cancel thing and kind of going yeah, he, in on this. And he, so he, he's he's a 60 plus year old proper liberal. Yes. Okay. I got I correct. got it. Right. I, and I got it too. So I think he would probably say, nah, you know, I think Tom's making an interesting point that again, none of the three of us know the circles that Alberil swims in. My guess is he hangs out at the local Dunkin' Donuts more than you do. Uh, well, there's no debate there. And Tom raises Tom raises a good point that the man is sixty plus, and uh, his neighborhood I don't know where he lives, uh, but uh, New England, uh, and his That's his enough. neighborhood, yeah, right, his neighborhood. Uh, this may be a challenge to someone. I'm just suggesting that that someone is an equally charged up sixty plus year old, which <laughs> happens to be the voting majority in this country is the, and the controlling government age range, right? Sure. But, and I'd also say your father who is not new England, thank fucking God, but Mm. adjacent, would you say Al Burreel's politics line up a lot closer to your father's than your own? Uh, Oh, I mean, my father, like they're I they're mean, getting lunch at the di- they're getting breakfast at the diner. Yeah, these, week, these right? two these two dudes are uh, uh, you know kissing cousins. Uh, they, they probably only got sports teams that uh, in, in conflict. That's right. You know that's what I mean? right. That's right. <laughs> so so, so I, and uh, I, this is my big takeaway is: Do I think the cancel MAGA hats are cool? Nah, I think they're <laughs> lame. Do I think the message is lame? No, I mean you know like cool like. When's the last time I bought merch made by a 65-year-old man of a political nature? Never have I ever. Maybe never. Yeah. yeah. Never <laughs> have I ever. Um, that said, I don't bemoan the dude from doing it. I think it's neat. I think the dude sees he's got a platform. It's like, fuck it. I'm going to use this. Um, that said, I do I do think it's interesting to talk about the 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 self-selection of spaces you're in and the conversations you have because... A lot of folks I know don't find themselves in un, you know, non-chosen communities. So sure. uh, uh, wh- whatever that is, I happen to be in a few of them almost solely because I'm a parent, because I'm a kind of just like to do my own thing by myself otherwise. Um, but so I find myself in one as a parent with people that my son goes to school with. I find myself as one uh, as somebody who lives in a neighborhood. So small neighborhood. I know the people in my neighborhood. Um, I get to hear a lot of different political views from people who I would say are decidedly not in the same echo chamber as me. And it's interesting and it's refreshing. And I think if you find that you don't encounter people who 
are very contrary to some of your beliefs. You should try to, uh, whether that's yeah, it, opening your ears at the grocery store or what, it, it's important. And you'll see that uh, there's some people who think things that maybe are the opposite of you who might still give you a buck or hold the door for you or, you know, hey, you dropped your wallet as you're walking through. Does that mean they're a good person? No, but inherently doing a nice thing doesn't make you a good person. Neither does having perhaps you, you know, politics and you know like that's where it all gets into now i think there is a line that gets crossed a threshold i think tom would point that out where i'm like yeah, i don't know if i can say you're not a bad person but you know there's there's we're in a community that is very uh navel gazing there's a lot of people looking at our, our own belly buttons on this shit that's all true i'm gonna i'm gonna actually uh i think expand on what tom uh, and Tom, correct me if I'm speaking, uh, if I'm going in a direction that uh, you're not. Uh, it is in shooting this fellow bail, which I'll do now. Uh, it is interesting that there's this uh, expression that uh, a liberal standing in place will be conservative in, in 20 years, right? Uh, just because things progress, right? And if you stay in the same place, those are bound to leave you behind. So if if Al is uh now just like a corporate dem basically uh at his age that might have meant that he was like a real vanguard you know 40 years ago you know what i mean like uh, so uh it, because uh as we don't even really need to note many men his age uh were squarely the world's idea of liberal 40 years ago and now find themselves much more conservative than al obviously so and, that's and, worth no that's worth noting. And really quick, I have a feeling if you go to a Boston Bruins game, team Al is quite fond of, regardless of age, you might still find Al on the more progressive side of the fence. You know, Bob, let's not get me in trouble by by talking about that sort of shit. <laughs> we can shoot down all the major U.S. cities. You got, you know what I mean. Whatever. You know what I mean? Let's not give me trouble with the cities. I, I don't. I don't need that smoke. <laughs> but anyway, shout out to Al. Hopefully, we moved a couple more hats for him. Uh, I don't give a fuck if you buy this or not. I just, I, I think that this shit is so crazy. Like watching dudes of a certain age, kind of like, you know. And listen, here, the ultimate <coughs> irony. Uh, uh, what do they say? Uh, ageism is the uh, only uh, bias or the only bigotry with a built-in uh, irony. I'll be Al someday. I'm gonna look like this someday. <laughs> you know what I mean? so Are you not already? Whatever. What are we talking about? Exactly. <laughs> Yo, did you see? I tweet. I don't tweet very often, and I tweeted uh, from the uh, 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 self-defense one about uh, uh, blacklisted and. Torch would have been absolutely the best tour of 2010, right? Right. And I hit send, and then I uh, immediately assessed myself for all the dust particles. Yeah, that yeah, <laughs> an okay boomer hit when you hit send, right? Because uh, here's the thing: is like kids are happy to talk about no longer the 90s, but the early 2000s. Uh, they right. are nobody's excited to talk about the 2010s except people that are dusty and 35 years old. <laughs> we just aren't, so, I give it five more years, brother. You're on the future wave. Five more yeah, years and, and 2010 will be a nice time. Um, like, Tom, wait, I want to get we, you in on this more, but go ahead. Oh, let's, yeah. let's, uh, Tom, 
pontificating, and I'll just, I'm just I'm I'm going to give him enough rope. Uh, <laughs> well, Tom, why don't you, why don't you go ahead? <laughs> Thanks. I mean, I do hate the, any any hat that recreates the MAGA hat. Yeah, it can't work. Like, it, it, irrespective of the thought behind it, like make Metallica metal metal again, make fucking whatever whatever again, like. It's so fucking stupid. You're, like, it, I think it's the worst fucking idea. It doesn't work. Yeah, no, yeah. Not, not a good look. And I mean, there are tons of Democrats in in Boston, and you oh, know, I mean, it's a blue state. It's a blue state, right? Right. But I mean, I think when you're in that age range, you're probably he's probably like he's got like, a lot of conservatives around him. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, I also want to say that that dude finds himself in a you know quote unquote elder statements statesman of punk hardcore and if i'm not if i'm being honest especially when i see this way he talks about some of his uh peers feels inappropriate contemporaries i think it's in response to some of them you know no what doubt. i mean no doubt. And so that's that's you know like his other community he's like oh these dudes are going this way i'm, I'm gonna try to go the other sorry for interrupting tom no i mean it's like he's the he's the he's the counter he's and like if it, he's he's the response to John Joseph, mm-hmm. yeah. That's, I mean that's the, the the direct right. They're like each other's like fucking villains. Yeah. Although I don't know if John uh, realized it. No, yeah. I don't think so. I hope I hope I don't have an arch nemesis at that age. That's not. I'm not even trying to throw shade. I just hope I don't have an arch nemesis. You think I will? You have them now. <laughs> yeah, but I'm Tom. I've outlasted. At least ten arch nemesis. I imagine I'll probably just outlast all of them. I mean, hey, you never know. The way you talk, <laughs> you and Eric will still be talking this bullshit in twenty years. Uh, it's true. I'll have I'll have new arch nemesis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just yeah, I get it. I mean, I, it, yeah, it's 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 the it's not the coolest hat in the world, but like I get where he's coming from, and I know he's not doing well health wise, so. Oh, well then, fucking listen. Find something on the site to buy. Then I didn't know that. Find something on the on the site if to buy. You have enough time to to peruse his Instagram to make fun of his hats. You'd also realize that he has fucking colon cancer. Listen, people, people just send me. <laughs> people just send me. Hey, did you fucking see this? Who's in? Or friends? You're here. Mm. Um, and shout out to Trust Records, who I believe is doing a proper reissue of the SSD classics. No, nope. so um, very is cool. Tang, is Tang gone? Like completely gone? Didn't they do some of them? They they did uh, the best of Power, oh, which right, was right. like all the tracks mixed up. Um, I don't think they ever properly reissued SSD stuff. I don't know if there was a reason for it. I don't know. I was at the Tang Record Store within the last two years, and that's an an interesting place in two thousand. Or all the records all mixed up, <laughs> not in the order, alphabetical order you'd expect them to be. Uh, you know what? There were a couple records on the wall, some punk classics that were very reasonably priced. And if somebody found themselves in the San Diego area and is a punk lifer, I feel like you should go there at least once. So, yeah. around the corner, around the corner from the Whole Foods. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nice little neighborhood there. Got a good sandwich. Um, yo, uh, yeah. Major shout outs to Al. Major shout outs to SSD. Get it away is a perfect record. Um, there's something else I was gonna say about this, but whatever. Um, 
Patrick, you had something else. You're up with the fucking colon cancer thing. Now I'm gonna be buying one of these fucking cancel MAGA hats because I I mean this was this was the destiny of it. This whole thing you you just shit on it and then end up. uh, (laughs) All right, you don't have to. Don't send me a fucking comp. I'll buy it now, Al. I'm going to buy a hat with an American flag background. I'm going on the I'm going on the fucking website. Um, The other thing that I had to talk about uh, is. It, 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 you want to you want to shun on any other sixty five year old men who are having health problems or you know what <laughs> you got any more in the bucket or what are we doing here I gotta go to, oh, I gotta go to oh that's what I was gonna say before you get to your next topic uh, we do <clears throat> uh we do have an episode idea that's coming up um, what's the Lemonhead song uh record some something about Ray is that it it's a shame about it's a Ray. shame about are you ready for it this is an episode that's coming up it's a shame about eric oh, as wow. in wilson oh wow who can't turn the corner without shitting on minor threat oh that's weird is that what he said see i'm not uh, you guys say i'm on the internet so i should know these things i, I uh no no it's it's privately it's privately he, he he we i just on the uh, in search of tracks podcast everybody check it out uh we did uh a ramones night the last ramones record adios amigos it's got some dinosaurs on the cover wearing sombreros <laughs> Um, and I gave it like it's like a, a like five point five six. It's fine. Like you like the Ramones, you should probably listen to this record. You don't like the Ramones, well, it's not offensive. And I was like, ah, the Ramones, they're so overrated by punk people that it annoys me, and so I can never honestly give them a, a fair listen. Despite the fact that I like plenty of Ramones songs, they're fine. They're cool. Fine. And he's like, that's how I feel about Minor Threat. Oof. Right. So Actually, coming soon, a whole episode discussing. If I if I still lived with him, I'd change the locks. Well, uh, you know, you'll be you'll be nearby soon enough. So we're gonna maybe we'll get him on and we can break down. We'll do the minor threat discography with Eric and say. So what's wrong with this? What's wrong with the song filler? Can you picture Eric in the Queens like? Eh. Doesn't have a mosh part. I don't even want to. These vocals don't somebody. even get rappy. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. All right. Okay. Anyways, Patrick, you had another. Here's comment. another. Here's another question I have for you, and I want you to don't answer oh. immediately. Oh Jesus! Is great hardcore band, or no? Let me say this: Is great hardcore album an asterisk? Expand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Most hardcore bands do not put out enough music to be great bands. So I was listening to Torch, and I think I think Torch uh, is a singles band that's offensive to them because they have a few LPs, and it seems like they put work into all of them. But I isolated their music to a uh, set i guess you could say of uh just under an hour 17 songs 
Now, in my opinion, that's a lot of great music, right? But it means that some of the albums, little they, they didn't get as many picks from me, right? And it got me thinking about something I'll just call GSPM, uh, right? Great songs per million. And how I like this is metric. That, is that the measure of a band, right? And maybe, maybe not. But with hardcore, so many bands are short lived that how is there an asterisk next to not, not is this a great hardcore album? Is this a great band? Is there a difference between this is a great band and this is a great hardcore band? I guess that's the ultimate question. Is a hardcore band an asterisk? And don't go with your, don't go, Tom, I know what you're doing. You're going to go with your heart. Don't go with your heart. Don't try to figure this out. But it's fucking chaos. No, okay. This okay. is, um, so, so. Album and an asterisk and then a great hardcore band versus a hardcore band. Is it at five? Tom, no, so, so is, is there a difference between a great band and a great hardcore band? Oh, that's well, so, so no, no, I, I'll, I'll ask the question to clarify because I can give a good answer on this. Is it inherent to being a great band to write a great album? I don't think so. No. Hmm. All right. Is I mean, Bruce that's, that's like, so for example, thinking of something, uh, Patrick, do you like Tom Petty? Very much. Tom, do you like Tom Petty? Love Tom Petty. Love Tom Petty. The man has a couple albums that are considered like damn to torpedoes and a couple others that I'd say are a great album. So he's not the perfect example, but he has more tracks than albums. And it's like on inarguable. He has a lot of songs, uh, Southern accents, honestly, bad album. Some There's great, two songs. great songs on it though. Two great songs. Right. That's right. That's right. And I think about it. I'm like, okay, if I, remove and this is hard but if you remove i'll give tom petty three great albums soup to nuts start to finish this is a great album you should listen to the whole album even if i remove those albums from his discography i would say tom petty and the heartbreakers are a great band because the tracks on the albums that aren't great are still great so if you believe that having a great album is inherent to being a great band then great hardcore band could be an asterisk, but I think it's the same thing for a hardcore band. You know, like uh, is is Inside Out a great band? Is Inside Out a great hardcore band? Yeah, yeah. They it's only got a seven inch. Yeah, right, right. I but I, I I might say that they're just a great hardcore band. There's just not enough. There's there's not enough. Okay, proof. so there we go. Now we're making yeah. the distinguish, which is nice. All right, Tom, go in. That, no, that makes sense. I didn't know what exactly. What, yeah. So like burn. Oh, burn's a good one. Burn's a good one now because they have a lot of material apparently, uh, you know, at, at this point. The LP, but like the LP people were kind of bummed on. But those, at least the first two seven inches are all time classics. So think about this, not just one, they have self-titled seven inch. Great. Uh, great. Great. Last C. Cleanse 12 inch on EVR. Right. Uh, ways to die the 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 LP on Death Wish or whatever it is, do or die, do or die. Thank you. Um, and then there's another seven inch as well. Yo, LP twelve inch three EP three seven inches, a lot of material. 
I think there's, you know, there's also the X factor of live. Um, and so to me, burn great band, but there's a, there's a conversation to be had great band, great hardcore band because on full length efforts or more extended play, they don't catch me the same way as they do on their EPs. Like the first two specifically. Um, Okay, so this is an interesting question. Because I'd say, Patrick, negative approach. Great band or great hardcore band? So you go with if you go with your heart, you say great band. If you think about it, you say great hardcore band. That's that's my point. Do you think tied down is just okay? Do you think it's a great hardcore full length? No, I think okay. Well, let's say that they are. How many bad songs in in their entire discography? Not you know many. what I mean? Like, like I, not, I, I, not many. So we could say. So there's. I guess I, I don't blame Tom's confusion now because I'm saying two things. There's great songs per million, and then there's great songs per output. Right. Yeah, I, I want. I almost think per million we should change it because it's that's that almost means like. Uh, you have a million is a big number, right? Like sure, I think if but, it's a lesser number, but great song per measure is a cool thing to say <laughs> because I like your GSPM. Um, yeah, there. Like for example, Negative Approach has a great ratio of great songs, right? Of their output, you know what I mean? I mean, uh, there's, what, there's, there's. What is Minor Threats ratio? Is it is it ninety eight point five? Ninety eight, no you know doubt. I mean? Right. Um. Oh, okay. Here's one. What's Embrace's GSPM ratio? I mean, eighty-five. Yeah, I'm. It's and uh, we're doing this record. off the dome. Uh, it's yeah. You know, go ahead. For a re- for a record that I loved so much, I have not listened to it in probably two years, and I am interested to revisit it because, not that these two bands have to be compared, but. I'm just feeling like Rights of Spring is like the the mature palette choice between those two and that I probably would say that they're the better band now. Whatever. But the point is that... I'm curious, yes, to say, is, curious, curious about that because Embrace has slightly more pop sensibility, which is interesting. Yeah, no, it's true. I, no, but sorry, I just think that... I think, this, I think the songs kind of feel uh, laggy in a way that uh, uh, Rights of Spring... Never There's made. a touch anyway. of that. It's a touch of that that carries into Fugazi, in my opinion. Go ahead. Uh, so if, if you only put out a single record and then break up, die, whatever, and that record is flawless, are you a great band? I'm going to say, no, (laughs) I'm going to say, you got to do the thing twice. You know what I mean? Let me put it like this. Are individual songs championships or are albums championships? How many do you have to have? How many rings do you got to have before? No, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a question. You know, I, um, I think it's a fun. This is a fun conversation because there's, there's a magic to just being a great hardcore band, right? Like, yeah, let's let's should, use we, let's play your game. Let's play the game. Straight ahead, which I know I'm the biggest straight ahead fan on here by probably by a country mile, or sick of it all. You guys are significantly bigger Sick of It All fans than I. But let's say all these things are good, as good as the three of us collectively would make them. Straight ahead 
levels out at great hardcore band because they have approximately 12 minutes of music between a tw- six song 12 inch EP and a comp appearance. Yep. There's a sick of it all who has a storied career with several albums that you wouldn't be mad at someone saying that's my favorite. Also, you raise a point that I sh- I should have led with. It's still quite an accolade to be a great hardcore band. It's it, it it's like it, it's it, we might call it an asterisk because we don't have another fucking term for it, but it's it's still not an easy feat. <laughs> you know I mean? So uh, d- I'm not trying to denigrate that accomplishment for the rare bands that achieve it, but there might be a difference. Well, and I wonder if someone would take being called a great hardcore band the wrong way versus being called a great band. I'm guessing um, most not. No, no, no. Most not because being a great hardcore band is a pretty fucking awesome thing. Um, it does feel junior oh. varsity though. It does. Yeah, well, it, it does. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think there's in the same way as someone might say that there might be someone listening going, yeah, fuck you guys. I'll take the great hardcore band over the career shit any day of the week. Sure. Which I'm with. I'm fine with that. You know, like someone might be like, yeah, citizens arrest. One of my favorite New York hardcore seven inches, great New York hardcore seven inch LP is cool and interesting, but not unbelievable. They did uh, a couple of their tracks here and there. Um, great hardcore band. And I'm saying this about a band I love. Like, like you put a Citizens Arrest shirt up for sale tomorrow, I'm buying it. Um, that doesn't take away from them being magical or cool. Whereas, they just. Yeah, they're just more limited output, more limited expression, and then to do that. Now, do I think, because I'd say Minor Threat is a great band, that it means the same thing as me being like, yeah, you know, Led Zeppelin, great band. No, it, those are still kind of different things. Um, but that's that's the that's why hardcore and punk music are kind of... I don't know if they're different things. Okay, go in. I think the best hardcore music is up there with the best guitar music ever. Don't disagree. But with that, you know, like you can't tell me the bad brains are not as good of a band as like the who I don't give a shit. No, but, but that's not fair because they both have output, you know? So Tom, here's, here's, (laughs) yeah. And that's why he's, he's making the, the comp where I was saying like, can you compare great band in this in the hardcore world to great band outside of the hardcore world and he said right. you can and i oh, agree yeah. i think I, you can i, I, yes, I, I think yes. i think proximity for me for example like you know i i love i love led zeppelin i love them but i can't i can't have a conversation about them and the bad brains in the same way because the bad brains mean so mean and meant so much more to me on this weirdly like more than music level, you know what I mean? And that's that's kind of this inherent built-in piece of hardcore that why when I hear the term great hardcore band as opposed to great band, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like there's a, a, a magic to being great hardcore band because, yo, as much as, if somebody says to me, Bob, what, what band do you like more? Led Zeppelin or Citizens Arrest? <laughs> it's Led Zeppelin. <laughs> what, what means more to you, Led Zeppelin or Citizens Arrest? It's still Led Zeppelin. But I have to pause and think about it for a second, despite the fact that Citizens Arrest put out 
a fucking seven inch and you know a really cool live nyu set to me you know what i mean like but i have to pause for a second think about that if you say to me led zeppelin or bad brains musically i have to think about that but if you say which means more to you it's bad brains it's not close hold on i just i i just clicked on uh greatest guitar band or greatest bands who only released one album uh Ooh, it's a good that's a good topic l- 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 but this list might give us some perspective here nail bomb i'm not mad at nail bomb but if they make the list this is not gonna go well right <laughs> This is like scars on Broadway. Do either of you know what that is? I've heard that name. Yes, Tom is correct. It is uh, a 2006 band uh, with, uh, I guess, uh, Darren Darren Malakian, uh, a guitarist of System of a Down. I'll have to. I'll have to check that one out. Peeping Tom, which is just one of uh, fucking Mike Mike Patton's, like fucking 40 bands uh rights of spring okay operation right. ivy okay operation ivy is an argument for a lot of this stuff honestly um the germs i would argue is not an argument to have here um so, uh, palms which is a deftones thing this is a lot of side projects boxcar racer made the fucking top 20 uh one day as a lion Holy fucking shit. Yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> hold on. This this list needs to go out back behind the shed here. And uh yeah, so so but you'll be happy to know that minor threat Patty, uh, fetch fetch the gun. <laughs> minor threat beat out army of anyone. Uh army of anyone being uh Stone no Temple pilot. Pilots. Wow, Tom, you Tom man. <laughs> he nails it, dude. He's got I know it. a little bit about everything. You do. So army of anyone for people to besides Tom, that's Stone Temple Pilots and Filter. Uh wow. So, wow. Yeah. Um Filter American football terminated too. Uh American football made the list. Okay. Uh yo, that should, yeah, now they do, but this this might be from a few years ago. Um uh. uh, Mother Love Bone, Sex Pistols. Sex Pistols, interesting conversation. Mad Season. Uh, is Mad Season any good? I haven't listened to this yes, since I haven't high checked school. in a long time. Uh, Jeff Buckley. Buckley. Okay. Yeah, Jeff Buckley, 100%. Now, what about, hold on, how many Nick Drake records are there? Right? Because well, that pink, one. Re- one I know. There's Yeah, Pink Moon's the only one I know. Yeah. Uh, there's a, but there's a pink, grip. Because Pink Moon is great, right? Uh, but but how so, many are just Nick Drake? How many are in the bad seat? I think there's that. No, that you're thinking Nick Cave. Nick Cave. Um, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Right. Uh, there, there's a ton of Nick Cave material, but okay. So there's there a is, bunch of Nick Drake. There's there's uh, there's three the few records, records before. Records. Yeah, the, Five the, Leaves, yeah. Brighter. Yeah. Okay, so the uh, uh, well, let me get back to this list for a second. Them Crooked Vultures. Tom, take us away. That would be Josh Homme, and. I feel like it's like somebody from Led Zeppelin, maybe John Paul, John Paul Jones. It is right, yes. and and it's the drummer from the Rock and Tours. That's my guess. Uh, wow. It's Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl is in there. Are we right. sure he didn't play drums for the Rock and Tours somewhere? I bet he did. Um, yo, yo. I thought we were joking when we said we were only gonna we were gonna talk about some modern rock. Fucking no, we're in. Well, keep him coming. Uh, so that list is over. There's another list that uh, Jeff Buckley makes every list. Sex Pistols makes every list. Rights of Spring actually makes every list. Um, and uh, that's, that, 
revisionist. Yeah, 100% yes. The Rex of Spring stuff. It's like yeah. based on Fugazi. Yeah, but I mean, whatever gets people there, right? Because Operation right. Ivy is is, is a, a rancid thing, right? Like that's True. like, a, a, you know, the majority of people that uh, love Operation Ivy didn't arrive there through uh, the first pressing. Um, True. This one has Lauren Hill on it. That's true. That's a great record. Incredible. Um, let's see. Uh, hold on. I'm so, sorry, fellas. We can get off this in a second. I just, uh, I'm going to, I like people's absolutely fucking terrible list. Um, well, you got to go through 35 ads to get to this particular one. So we're not going to give these people our money. Um, but so question remains. Um, what do we think here? I think them them crooked vultures were wildly underrated. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um, I think it's a, a great distinguishing thing. It's a so so. I can't read that. Part. Yeah, it, it's uh, you'll see it at some point. Right. It's uh, it's. I don't it's regard, It regards our our Patreon conversation from this week. Everybody should go uh, check out our Patreon. Um, mm. I I think. I don't know. I, I wonder about this. Like, for example, Tom, you like Texas is the Reason. Love Texas is the Reason. One album, right? Yeah, and a seven inch. Yeah. Would you feel comfortable comparing, like, compare? and they're not hardcore, but adjacent to it. Would you feel comfortable comparing that record to other great rock records? I think you would, right? Absolutely. Right. Um, there's a lot. I think there's more examples of a, and maybe that speaks to the nature of hardcore and the the like. Grab lightning, catch it in a bottle kind of energy. Um, is that there can be a great demo. There can be a great. I mean, think about how much people talk about the band No Justice. They didn't have recorded music for most of their tenure as a band. They lived yeah. only on live music. They only existed in live setting. Um, there, you know, this is early internet, so it wasn't like people were able to watch the videos to learn the songs. You went to the shows and saw them play, and that was it. Um, and then they put out the record that is fine, totally fine. Doesn't capture the energy of the band, but they're no. heralded because they were fucking a force. It was awesome. Um, and I think to speak broadly to this from this world you get more lightning in the bottle like hey this one record is great uh you know i think the sweet jesus record is very good um i know that i think they have some other recorded material but essentially that's a like hey we did one album here it is that's it you know rights to spring one album there it is uh so i i think that there's something interesting about being just a great hardcore band and the merit of that no no well, shame in the game I mean, I guess I, in some ways I was uh, poking around in the dark and I answered my own question in the respect that we would, um, if some, if any type of band only put out one record, we would probably regard them as a great X, you know, whatever the genre is, band, not a great band. So, you, you know what I mean? Like, so I just, by the way, I just went to see how many specials records there are because I, like most people, only know the one love, yeah know and love the, the one record and <laughs> do not know the rest of the material do you guys know the fate of the specials do you know what happened no after the first record uh the second record called more specials uh 
is the the uh uh let's see who is it? the one of the members was like hey i'm the uh i'm the leader of the band and they're like i don't know and he's like no i am and then he's like we need to be more influenced by muzak this is the real buddy. wow wow and so on more specials uh there is a lounge and easy listening component and uh to the songs and I'm so interested in this record now and the rest of the band did not like this idea fought him on it and things deteriorated quick quickly and they did not put out another record until 1996 Here's the thing, and the reason why you're an interesting fellow, Patrick. Oh, please. Uh, while I don't know if any other member of self-defense family could get away with being like, I'm the leader of the band now to you, mm-hmm. I do think if they came to you and said, hey, here's some new tracks, you might notice a heavy, easy-listening music influence. I don't know that you're yelling about it. You know, so I'm dealing with this in a in a professional capacity right now. Uh-huh. Uh my video game job is asking me to do something that I'm very uh good at, but they don't they until recently they did not have a clear vision on what that was. Mm-hmm. And I and I had to I had to stop them and say I'm happy to do this either of the two very different ways that you have in your mind for this as long as it's of high quality i don't care and that's that's exactly how i feel about music if drug church tomorrow uh wanted to really be a ska band i'd be like that's firstly that's sick and and secondly as long as we do it well i'm in because i like most things that i'm you know you know i'm whatever (laughs) as long as it's high quality i'm in Tom, 2023 is in for a weird Patrick Kinlan because this the end of this year, I don't know if you've caught this, it, he's gone from being kind of curmudgeonly in, in particular to being like, food, I just like everything. I'll eat whatever. As long as it's vegan, I'll eat it. Uh, music, right. as long as it's good, I'll, I'll do it. You know? Oh, I, can't, yeah. I can't, can't wait for the rap metal record, buddy. Yeah. I mean, if I thought I could rap, I would, uh, I would rap. Um... Man, in a more immature time, this would be where Axe Ground would have gone. Oh, and everybody, check out the new Incendiary record that's coming out soon. Oh, oh we got, we love you, Incendiary. You know we playing. Um, all right. So wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. Can we say Incendiary? Uh, uh, what are we doing? Hold on. Maybe ahead of some shit. Is that like? Fair to say now that like I mean it's not even it's not like I don't think we're on some new shit saying that I I think it's not getting it hasn't been said loudly enough I think they were way ahead of the wave on a lot of musical stuff they were doing seven or eight years ago that's what I'm saying Uh, like those dudes saw the whole of the moon and I'm sitting here going I don't know a little rappy you know I don't even think I'm not even going to that component (laughs) of it because I I don't hear that nearly as much I I do see the 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 bouncing vocal I I hear that but I think some of their their stop go guitar stuff I think the way they were able to blend heavier stuff and the the metal fringe stuff with faster like this uh, I am very curious to hear what their new record is and I'm not Joe incendiary but I I think they are highly competent and uh 
they write interesting music, right? Like that, that matters. That's, that's kind of an, uh, a fun thing, whether you're a diehard or a casual, it's, it's, it's a, a coda. So there, um, what's that Tom, where are we, are we, are we, we, we aren't allowed to say anything, but like 2023 new music first quarter. Okay. Ooh. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. Maybe we should get Brian Audley back on, uh, and he can. Barone. I feel like we should have Brendan on. He's a great, great chatter, and he likes. You know, we talk about sports. He's a giant fan. Mm. He played rugby in college. Whoa! On. The only person I know who played rugby is a woman who played rugby uh, at college level, and that's cool. That's really cool, and you would not expect it. Yeah. No. Um. Oh, and and Dan Mills from Cold World. Uh, plays rugby for like a club in England. So like currently, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sick. It has for years and years now too, which is awesome. So, um, okay. yeah, then, uh, yes. Um, all right, we've been recording for a minute here. Uh, do we have any other like topical stuff, or should we? Should I, I drop? I got a question for you guys that we can close on. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do this as a series actually. But what do you got, Patrick? So I'm I'm skimming the thing that you sent to our group chat for people that aren't in our group chat. It's uh, it's just about a band that we talked about the other day, and uh, uh, their bio, I guess this is that I'm reading, self written for sure, is the most. Uh, uh, what do you call it when people get it's the most shinfo I've ever consumed in one eye eyeball, right? Like, so it's it's like, well, we had this drummer named VC and he was a cool dude, but then his hands started playing funny, so he had yeah. this. It, we're still friends, and it's mm-hmm. like Jimmy, who at the time couldn't sing for shit, but yeah, yeah. Now, Tom, you you have uh been in bands that uh have uh uh had fans then either broken up or gone on sort of like extended hiatus or what if you were to uh write something about indecision for example sure. um, would you ask a friend hey is this too much yes or okay <laughs> thank you we're like opening by and you'd go why do I know everyone's birthdays and their, yeah, you know, their resumes? No. And and Bob, you may have uh, maybe perhaps at your time at Revelation uh, overseen uh, the release of uh, uh, you know uh, represses, uh, etc. Uh, things that people might feel inclined. Hey, this record hasn't come out in a while. Uh, let me put. You know, I'm the I'm the singer guy. We're gonna get the singer guy to to do his little spiel about how much the band uh, meant to him or whatever would you right. would you edit that maybe <laughs> with permission um, would you say hey we don't need to know that dennis really wailed on the drums but he only played for six months <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> yes the uh yes yes that that is something that you would uh work on and encourage against while enabling the artist to be creative in the way that they would like to express themselves. Well said. Uh, <laughs> about, about 600 words into this thing. Yo, it's long. About 600 words in, he says, uh, so the search was on again for another bass player. 
600 words. <laughs> uh, uh, the friend who sent it over, shout out to Andy, uh, uh, said that uh, there's a line in the bio that basically confirms Pat's sup- suspicion of these dudes recruiting 16 year olds. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, yeah. uh, all right. I got a hardcore question. We'll kind of end on this. This is from the Under the Influence series of classic hardcore questions for you guys. Let's see. Um, to, 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 to pick A, B, or C. C. All right. Statement. <clears throat> and I want you guys to decide if you agree or disagree. In the long run, Bane has been more influential than American Nightmare. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say, ooh. Okay. Uh, to bands, no. To listeners, yes. Tom? To bands, no. I hear that more I'm- bands that sound, sound like AN than Bane. Yeah, no one really sounds like Bane. Nope. But I, this but part. I hear... Uh, sure, people try. Uh, they, they try to take the parts that appeal to them. But uh, here's... What, sorry, Tom. Here's what I meant. Is they... <laughs> Uh, there's more bands that try to sound like AN, but I think Bane influenced more people's taste in hardcore than American Nightmare did. That's what I mean to say by that. I'm going to disagree with you. Okay, go ahead. Because at first it sounded like when you were saying it, I go, I can agree with that. But then the more I thought about it, I feel like Bane was like the metalcore hardcore band. Yeah. That if you like Poison the Well, you also like Bane. Yeah, so so to but clarify, I think you, did that even more so? Oh, interesting. I I don't agree with that. I I hear what you're saying, but I don't agree with that. I think the 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 uh, variety of people that I know who love Bane is very wide. You know what I mean? Like oh, it's sure. like, and An I think is a little bit more narrow than that in terms of who loves them. I think you'd be surprised. Yeah, maybe. I think a basement kid loves Bane. I mean, loves American Nightmare. I think metalcore kids liked American Nightmare. Fastcore kids liked American Nightmare. Like, I feel like, I feel like emo. I mean, like Silberstein covers American Nightmare. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I feel like they've crossed over to almost everything. Like, there are AFI kids that don't like hardcore other than American Nightmare. So I think um, American Nightmare actually. Perhaps their influence grew to a sphere outside of hardcore in a different way. Um, but I think Bane, like I think about the rivalry records thing in the mid aughts. I think about Half Heart. I think about Verse. I think about Modern Life is War. I think about Defeater. I don't think any of those bands, you know, there's parts from all those, but I think they would say Bane was a direct influence on them as a band. And there's elements of their sound despite being different elements. And there's a lot for the AN sound, but I I think I think that AN has had less disciples. Uh, maybe that's wrong. No, I think AN has a less like yeah like less bands who would cite them as a direct influence, other than the ones who really cite them as a direct influence. Um, so sonic influence and in what they sound like because I think we're all quick at the moment. When AN popped in the early 2000s, American Nightmare had an immediate spawn of 
bands trying to do their sound and even bent some bands who were doing something before, but then American nightmare hit and they were like, Oh, we got to add a little bit of that into our sound, you know? And that was fascinating to watch in real time, you know? But I think over time, hardcore has both migrated towards Bane and then gone past it. You know what I mean? Like, I like the way you put that, Tom. Bane was a metal kid, core kids, hardcore band. Like, to a kid who loved Poison the Well, Bane was like youth of today. You know what I mean? Like, that was as straightforward as they would get, perhaps. Absolutely. But... To a youth of today kid, Bane was their weird band, right? Was their metalcore band, right? Even though it's it's like in 2022, Colin Bane, a metalcore band, feels crazy. I sure as shit would have done that in 1999. Um, even though, like you know, I was wrong, <laughs> um, right? And it's interesting to think about that, but I think that the tentacles of Bane aren't tentacles. They were like roots to a lot of people and a lot of bands and in scenes and ways that maybe we didn't see. I think, I mean, I think a band like champion who went on to be a big influence was a Bane influenced band. I think there were a lot of bands, maybe not fully sonically, but I think if you listen to those, the, the champion records or what have you come back kid, Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? Like, I think that there's a little more direct influence there. Um, and I can't think of any AN influenced bands who sound like AN. Now, like there's plenty of bands who are like, oh, we loved AN or we straight up stole lyrics from Wes. Um who took some oh, of the I'm sonic right, right. Took some of the sonic cues of Bane and maybe went and did different things or had long careers with them. Like I think that's uh that's kind of where I was going with that as a statement. All right, fellas, you convinced me. <laughs>